right. I got their microphone. Sweet. What do you want to do with it? Um. Oh, oh, I have an idea. No, you are not sticking this up my ass. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say we should tell them about our show. Oh, right. That's probably a way better idea. And way less loop. Yes. Guys, come visit us at our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Two Marks and a Chick. It's a wrestling podcast. Hey, what, what are you guys doing? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. What's up everybody? This is Steve O and you're listening to Nowhere California. It's a fucking podcast, dick. I hope you realize I'm doing this because I love you. Yeah, if you love me, you'd switch to the ball, you pussy. Ooh, I got a can. I can drink from a can. Uh, uh, I don't think this place is... Dude. Uh, 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 props, bro, but... Where the fuck's my pants? Uh, let's see, I, I think they're on the floor that... Oh, God, Josh! I just shit your pants! Dude, I don't think changing vices work. Because uh, now I'm addicted to booze. Yes. Babes. Uh-huh. And blow. I don't know about that blow part. But, you know, I, I, this place has been called Training Vices. I thought it was like Wendy Grove. Or oh, shit. Or... Blow my fucking nuts off. And I don't know. I'm right there with you because I still love the booze. Love uh, the booze. You want to know what you lo- also love? Oh, I love it too now because we changed the devices. It's hooker time. Hooker time. Hooker time, motherfucker. And then glue. Elmer's, Elmer's glue is that, that old school paste where you have that little brush and everything, and uh, it smells good. Wow. You assholes get in the car and we're going to record already. One moment. Podcast powers unite for the fuck you. Yeah. Coming, Mom. Let's go do this. Come <laughs> bitch ass voice. This is Josh. This is Matt. And this is Phil. And welcome to a special holiday edition of Nowhere California. A post-rehab holiday edition. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm still recovering from the hangover. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in hangover. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think I'll be clean in about a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did we want to do, sir? We wanted to... Uh, well, we might as well acknowledge the first episode of this month. Right. Where we uh, delved into the vault and uh, played the original... I guess it'd be the pilot episode of the Yeah, yeah it was the pi- our pilot, right? Yeah. Classic. Um, <laughs> since Matt is here, we'll give him the first thanks. Thanks for sitting in on the opener of that one. Yeah. yeah. And thank you to Doug and Monique for closing out that episode and uh, revealing our little dirty secret. But <laughs> thank you for closing out a special episode for us because, one, we had no involvement yeah. really on that episode, and two, there's still some new listeners out there that haven't listened to our first episode, and then there's some that... Might have forgotten about So we just want to say thank you and you're awesome. Yeah. So off of that, what are we doing with this one, Phil? Well, today I believe we were going to cut loose and uh, talk about our favorite uh, Christmas movie slash holiday specials. Oh. Yeah, cutting loose with uh, Christmas movies and holiday specials. We like the party. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. I like to cut loose with holiday specials. Yeah. So speaking of holiday specials, we'll start with the holiday specials first because there's so many of them. Oh, yeah. We're going to delve mostly into Christmas ones, but there's a great pumpkin. There's... I think oh, it was a weird off one with uh, Rudolph, Fourth uh, of July. Yeah, Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah. that weird the, one. They had a lot of those claymation goodies. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, they're all classics, all of them. Yeah. 
but we're going to talk about our, our favorites. personal favorites. Our personal favorites. So, who's going to start off, guys? Uh, Matt, why don't you throw out your first one? Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, the only one, sorry. Okay, yeah, there you well, go. Uh, my personal favorite had to be uh, uh, the Grant. The How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There you go. Not the Jim Carrey version. No, no, no. But you had the original Doctor Seuss reading. The original Doctor Seuss TV special. The original Doctor Seuss TV special. Yes. This was by far like generations of people through for Christmas TV specials have come to view this as being the number one Christmas special to watch. Oh. Uh, with Charlie Brown coming in this a uh, short second. Yeah. So, but uh, it was my personal. Well, I figured Charlie Brown was going to work its way in there somewhere, but that's fine. Yeah. You know? I was going to mention. Well, that's no problem. But yeah, Grinch has always been a classic, and it shows that that as the live action Seuss movies go, the Doctor Seuss's How to Grinch Stole Christmas is the only tolerable one. It yeah. is. It is, and it's because it had real people and real sets. Yeah. And not Mike Myers being an ass. Exactly. Yeah. See, you know, you gotta you gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I will take that. Still, I will take that over CG any day. No, oh, yeah. But you know, that's the whole thing. They made the attempt. Did you guys know that Tony the Tiger, uh, the guy who played Tony the Tiger, is the one that sings the song "You're a Mean One"? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Grinch. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Little fun fact there. It's kind of funky there. But you know, uh, that one is a lot of people's holiday oh, yeah. favorite. <clears throat> It's uh, a holiday staple. It is. It is. And I guess we should go with mine, huh? Yeah, it sounds good. Well, I think now th I think you'll agree with me with, uh, with this one, Josh. I will say one of my favorite Christmas specials will have to be the Simpsons Christmas special. The original episode. In a lot of ways, it was the original pilot to the Simpsons. Yeah. If uh, we wouldn't have get gotten introduced to these characters, and that, people wouldn't have demanded. Bond. Yeah. If that's that's right. a bond. Then. <laughs> yeah. We but, wouldn't be here twenty. Years 25 later? years later. It's a big part of my childhood. I have lived longer with The Simpsons in my life than I have without it. Yeah. It's a fun, a funny we li fact. We've lived most of our lives with The Simpsons longer than most relatives. I know. Yeah. So when they get canceled, it'll be like losing a family. It's going to be a whole. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rival MASH. It is. It is. Because it's it's left a cultural impact. You love, it or, love it or hate it right now, it's still... I get a chuckle out of the show every time I watch it. Well, I think, yeah, I, th I think I've said it on uh, past episodes. Yeah, yeah. They actually could just turn around, get the old scripts, rearrange the characters, and go for another 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Storyline that Lisa was in, switch it with Bart, switch a little something up with it, and then yeah. put Lisa into Bart's story. Yeah, work one thing with Maggie. They've actually thrown a whole new one ball in there. New ball in there that you know Marge maybe may want another baby. Yeah, uh, and Maggie's not even grown up yet, so it's like yeah, that's Yeah, that one's out of that one's out of what park? But yeah. anyway, if not for the wonderful uh, thing that was the the Simpsons holiday special, you're right. We would not have had 25 years of such a super show. Exactly. So uh, that's what solidifies it in Christmas history for myself. No, it's a good it's yeah. a good choice. Thank you. Uh, what, what about you, Josh? Uh, mine, um, it's kind of. I'd say almost midroad for you guys. Like Matt with, with Grinch, the mm -hmm. holiday staple. The Simpsons for you, yeah. which some people would forget that their original episode was a Christmas special. Yeah, a lot of people think the first episode is the one where he turned himself green. Yeah, exactly. which pop popular misconception. Yeah, yeah. My choice is kind of like I said, the midroad. It's the Garfield Christmas special. Hey, that's that. a good one. The opening number with uh, Garfield's dream of the uh, gift giving chair. Mm-hmm. Funny as hell. And when you're a little kid, you're sitting there going, "Is that real?" 
What's really touching is the part where Garfield just stays on the lap of the old yeah. man and just he just keeps her company. Yeah, and it delves into subjects like uh, yeah. loss during the holidays. Yeah, and then Odie being Odie making Garfield a scratching gift. Exactly. I mean, it it, it it had everything. You know, it showed you the spirit of giving, which most Christmases do. But yeah, what do you, how do you do when you deal with you know loss? And then also too the backwards ass uh, John Argyle family. Of course. <laughs> But you know, the thing is, as dysfunctional as it is, it's, there's still a family. It's a loving family. Yeah, it is. Everybody with my family. Actually. See, that's the whole point. We all have family members that we know, and you could probably pick out. It's like, yeah, there's Uncle Joe or whatever yeah. it is. You you can pick out your own relatives in that. That one's my father. Yeah, <laughs> you can pick them out in the Arbuckle family. Oh yeah, and then that basically it's a good warm like family togetherness thing. And then yeah. also do the times that Garfield breaks the fourth wall, looking at the camera, talking about. Oh it. yeah the sentimental stuff about Christmas and everything. It's a good special. It's, I, eh? I honestly, when uh, Hollywood Video went out of business in our area, right. I was going through what their stuff was and everything, and then I found the Garfield Holiday Favorites DVD that had the Halloween, which is an underrated Halloween. Oh, God, uh, yes. Classic. The Thanksgiving. God forbid anybody remembers Thanksgiving. Yeah, the Hollywood one, the Halloween one really scares the shit out of me. Oh, it's a cartoon! It's a good one. That's, That's a good reason, one. like, a lot, of, a lot of people don't remember it because it scares kids. Yeah, it does. And, of course, yeah. the Christmas one. Garfield's Garfield. Yes. Okay, so that was the uh, hol holiday Christmas specials, TV specials. That yeah, we could go have. on forever on that oh, one. Oh, yeah, we, we all enjoy Oh, those. yeah. Uh, so why don't we just jump right into the uh, theatrical releases? You know, it sounds good to me. Sounds good. Do I don't, you, you brought it up, so you okay. started it up. It sounds good. Okay, uh, my personal favorite uh, has to be A Christmas Story. Yes. With with Ralphie, you know, here I am, what, this little kid <laughs> wanting a a red ripe uh, red, 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 red BB, BB gun. gun. Yes. Uh, and everybody's uh, from all corners is telling him, you know, here I am. And how does that movie end? Taylor. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it ends with him uh, shooting a BB, having a ricochet back and hitting him in, in his eye and shooting his eye out. You know, there is many great things about that film, and I think one of the greatest is that it is, even though it is set back, it's timeless. Because oh, yeah. every single one of us as a kid had that one toy that we were wishing for all Christmas long. Yeah. yeah. You know, we hoped to God that it was going to be under the tree. And then, you know, when you got it, the reward and stuff like that, the anticipation, I could feel Ralphie. Yeah, and uh, very related to both characters. But also, too, as much as it's off the beaten path, too, like, it's not the normal Christmas movie. No, no it's, it's not. not. In fact, you know what? It, the, going with the whole forbidden fruit thing, when I was growing up, my mom forbade me to watch that movie around Christmas. Time. Why? Uh, well, because she just, uh, she has this thing where she, she buys a movie to watch it, and then if she doesn't like it, she's stuck with it. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and this was this was one of those movies. She didn't like she didn't like the movie, uh, so she like didn't want anyone to watch it in the house. But every chance I got uh, around Christmas time, it was uh, it was either Charlie Brown or a uh, Christmas Story. So she probably wasn't that. too thrilled with TBS in their twenty four hours <laughs> of a Christmas. No, no, so she hated that. That's true. That's kind of shows the strength of that movie though too. Yeah, the TBS twenty four hours, and also the strength with mm -hmm. how much your mom hated it though. Oh, yeah. They could play it for twenty four hours, and still it has. That cultural impact. It has that cultural impact. Unlike oh, a certain trailer I've recently stumbled across that I did post on the 
the No Work California Facebook. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to tackle this one. Um, yeah, we might as well do it. We're what is it called, Josh? Just say it. A Christmas Story 2, correct? A Christmas Story to the, the official, official sequel. sequel. Oh, my God. What makes it the official sequel? That's that's probably what the writer put in the title. A Christmas Story 2, the official sequel. Now you must buy the script because it says it's official. Dude, they're releasing it in the two Blu-ray pack. <laughs> yes, they're they're actually, you know, even if you say it's like, yes, it has nothing, you know what, fuck, it's kind of like Home Alone 4. Home Alone 4 has nothing to do with the other Home Alone movies. Well, this this yeah. has to do with Rocky and everybody. I know it does. The funny thing is, he still has his eye. I know. He should, he should be with an eye patch. But now he's just a horny kid that went in a car. Yeah, he wants a car. He should be ran over then at the end. And some of the characters don't even look yeah, right. Like, in the car, like, what's it, yeah. Dewey, 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 or whatever the... Little dork kid? The little dork kid, his brother? Yeah, I think His brother has got brown hair instead of blonde. Yeah. He looks nothing like him. And then, is Daniel Stern well, the father? Yeah, he's the father. It's not that big of a deal, though, uh, because I mean, when I was when I was a kid, I was blonder than anything, and I'm, I'm, I'm like dark haired now. I'm as dark. That's not abnormal, but this kid. This is a movie. They should have gone along with the freaking continuity. Yeah. This kid's borderline Latino, man. Yeah, that's how dark his hair is. Okay, well, the guys will make him black. I'll, I'll just throw it out here. Yeah. This is my summing up of it. End of the Christmas story. You, trust me, this is my summing up. You guys can feel free to throw your more into it. In the Christmas story, he shoots his eye out. He wants a car. His ass gets ran over. There you go. That's it. Uh, the, I just I can't believe you know Daniel Stern. He he said he goes and does the sequel to uh, his exact words. He does the sequel to a Christmas story, but yet he would not do Home Alone four. He would never praise his role as Marv because he goes, it's a joke. It's a blatant insult <clears throat> to the original. And I'm like, uh. Daniel. You don't think you doing this is a blatant insult to the original Christmas story? Can you really? He doesn't even look like the fuck. For those yeah. of you in, yeah. in our in our listening audience, I'm just shaking my head right now. Well, are, are you good with your choice of a Christmas story? I, no, I, we kind of shit completely on the sequel. I I completely because I, I love the original, and it's nothing new that the sequel is worse than the original. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's not, a direct it's DVD not, sequel. Yes. It's not. It's not nothing new. It's, it's not surprising, but boost. still, you so. just kind of, kind of wonder why. Yes. Why? Money. Oh, can you really be getting when it looks that bad? You know, can you really be getting that much money? Yeah, out unfortunately, of the poor saps that are actual, honest to god, Christmas story fans will probably do it. They will buy it, and like you said before, it's going to be in a double pack. <sighs> and I don't believe Christmas Story is on Blu-ray. No, so, they so they have no choice. If you want. You want Christmas Story on Blu-ray? You gotta watch this shitty sequel. Yeah, yeah um, it's like on uh, Family Guy when that video store was going out of business. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll give you Dan in real life for free." <laughs> he's like, "No, I don't want that movie. Don't yeah. don't put that movie anywhere near my movie. <laughs> it's free. Don't put it in your roadhouse. No, no, no. Pen and scan. Yeah. Oh man, but that's that's the deal though. It's actually a very good marketing scheme. But we've talked about their marketing. Uh, tactics. Yeah, we talked about it, and we'll talk about it more too. Oh, of course, of course. course. So, uh, well, Josh, do you have a favorite like uh, holiday uh, Christmas movie? Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna let Phil go with his first, and then oh. I'll go into mine. All right. Um, uh, the one I chose is Scrooge. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that was my reaction when I found out that it was yours the same. But you know what? I'm gonna be fair here. Yeah. I'm gonna let you go ahead and interject 
what you liked about the movie, and then I'm going to talk about mine. Since it's a two-way tie, but since we're friends, this really shouldn't be surprising. Yes, that motherfucker wasn't directed towards you. It was more of a... I know. It's more of a son of a bitch. I have to come up with something else. But you know what? I'm not going to do that to him because I can share the wealth because I agree with Josh. It is one of the great... It, it is the greatest telling of Charles Dickens classic. Yeah, exactly. and, I will, and I will tell you why, Josh, you go first. Yeah, well, you, we're going to hit the nail on the head there. Mm-hmm. The main thing with me, it's a dark Christmas movie. It's a dark yes. comedy Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. You can tell the humor in it when uh, Frank Cross is in his gym talking to his brother, and you can see across the t- top of the wall where it says Cross, and it's kind of in a definition form. Cross, meaning a thing you use to nail people to. <laughs> that kind of humor, you don't really see in much Christmas movies. No, you don't, but it was there. And that's the whole thing. The humor of that movie is perfect for any cynical person that just hates the fucking holiday, but just still wants to laugh and have fun with yeah. Christmas. <clears throat> Bill Murray is a genius in that movie. Yeah, because he is the everyman cynic. Yes. Bobcat Goldthwait, the psychotic he is. He plays calm well until he freaking breaks. And the spirits are spectacular. Yeah, the spirits are perfect. Uh huh. Buster Poindexter. He was the he passed. Passed. Uh, Wait, Buster pa- the the cab driver passed? Yeah. No. 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 He, no. No, no. he was the Ghost of Christmas Past. The Ghost of Christmas Past. Yeah. Oh. Buster Poindexter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cab driver. Yeah. He was the Ghost of Christmas. He passed, passed away. No. No. He oh. paid the Ghost of Christmas Past. All right. I'm sorry. You're fucking. I'm sorry. Past. Past. What? What? He was the past. He played the Ghost of Christmas Past. You scared the shit out of me. Don't do that. Okay, anyway. And then who, who, who's uh, present? Uh, present? I don't want to, She wasn't Bernadette Peters. She was not Bernadette Peters. But I don't start talking about... The um, taxi. Oh, Ghost and, of Christmas. Well, The Christ. Ghost of Christmas Future was a puppet. Yeah. It was, uh, I think, was that a Henson-inspired puppet? Yes, very. Yeah. And it's really funny that uh, Jim Henson did both, uh, you know, The Muppet Christmas Carol, which I think comes a close second because Michael Caine was a great Scrooge. Yeah. But I don't expect that much less from Michael Caine, who played the role on stage. So, but anyway. Well, it's Michael fucking Caine. Oh, it's Michael fucking Caine, yes. But, um, Carol Caine. Carol Caine. Carol Caine was, thank you. Carol Caine was the ghost of Christmas present. She was loopy. That was, like, one of the first things I actually saw her in before attacking. Then I saw Jackson. Wails on him with a freaking toaster. With a freaking toaster, man. Oh, man. One of the best fight scenes in movie history. It wasn't a full-blown, like, knockout. It was Carol King beating the everyone bat shit out of Bill Murray. Yeah. And it was great. Oh, it's Mr. Hedgehog. I mean, he... Where are you going? The Holland. It was funny. Yes. I mean, uh, the ensemble was great. Everything uh, was great. I even liked the part where, you know, there's that guy that, you know, he he always plays these character roles where they're talking about the woman's um, wardrobe. Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, uh, saying it's like, well, I won't allow this uh, this woman's costume, um, you know, on on on, you know, uh, on air. And he's like, why not? And she goes, well, basically, you can see her nipples. And he goes, I want to see her nipples, but this is a Christmas show. Well, Charles Dickens would have wanted to see her nipples then. And then there's these two guys. One of them is a real well-known character actor. Like I said, his name misses him, but you you see him and you know him. But he goes, oh, yeah, you, you can hardly see the nipples. Yeah, exactly. you know, he's one of those Brooklyn guys. He goes, <laughs> the one-liners, the characters, just the, all around. Like we said, it, yeah, it's the greatest 
modern day telling of the Christmas story. Yeah. Christmas Carol, whatever the fuck it's called. A, a Christmas Carol. Carol. Whatever. Yeah. But it's Charles Dickens' classic, and it's a, t- a take on it. I don't. I think I- even if he was alive, he would have been proud to see. He would have been happy to see that one. I think so because it's it's a love letter, homage. It's definitely better than Ghosts or Girlfriends Past. Oh but fuck. That that'll be another episode. Sorry. But uh, uh, next Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> up to something that's awesome. For one thing, like I said, it hits all the marks. It, it has you laughing, and there are parts that really have you crying, and uh, other parts very terrifying, especially yeah. the visions in the future, so vague, uh, so dark. I mean, it's... Well, hell, him in the coffin getting freaking cremated. Oh, Jesus, yeah. That's creepy stuff. That was creepy. What about the eyeball and the uh, thing? Oh, the, yeah. And the woman, the guy that was on fire. Oh, oh. The, the fiery, he splashes water on him because it was all an illusion because the spirits are fucking with him at the yeah. point. He goes, I'm sorry, I, I thought you were Richard Pryor? Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, uh, you've got those moments, but one of the reasons I think it is the greatest telling is because now Scrooge, <clears throat> when the spirits come to see Scrooge, this is a man at the end of his life, right? Yeah. Now, it's fair. It's kind of like, okay, you've got a chance to, you know, turn your ways around before you die and go to hell. Yeah. But this one, uh, it's because, um, you know, because the character is like in his 30s, this is more like an intervention is like, hey, yeah, this is like, it's like, hey, you spent, you know, your years doing this, but you've got time to enjoy the rest of your life, which is a whole lot longer. It's not just you're not at the end of your road changing your mind. No, we're changing, uh, you have a chance to change your entire life. Yeah, exactly. It's basically changed the path you're on it. Uh, to take away from uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. And this is what the the spirits are trying to tell them: like you're in a place of power, and mm-hmm. all you want to do is freak people out on TV. Yeah, you change your life, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he he acknowledged that he was wrong, and I love the way he makes fun of himself. And you know, you know, when he uh, when when he, when he talks about that, and he even has a real good. Uh, monologue about how you know it's this time of year where people just for no apparent reason they'll just go out of their way to just be a little nicer to each other and you just kind of you know and you know and he goes about talking about the kind of feeling that you get how rewarding it is to give and to just be pleasant to people well that ends our holiday extravaganza for nowhere california for everybody listening hopefully the Mayan apocalypse isn't looming above us since we'll be posting this on the 20th. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, Merry Christmas. You'll get a nice little message from our friendly Nowhere announcer (laughs) at the end of this one. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Matt. Merry Christmas, Bill. Merry Christmas, Josh. Merry Christmas to you, Josh. Merry Christmas. Yes. And And Happy Mormon Day. Uh, We celebrate Christmas, too. I'm just teasing you guys. That's all I love. Uh, (laughs) And in that vein, with the warm holiday spirit upon us, we're going to play our favorite game of silly-ass acronyms with the letters S-H-I-T. Well, enough of this mushy shit. Let's Let's get started. Yes, Uh, Phil, you go right ahead. Skanky hosen tights. Samantha hammered Ivan's tuna. Someone help untie Superhero in training! Shake hard, it tinkles. Sam Houston Institute of Technology. Uh, Software, hardware, information technology. She hollered, it's tits. (laughs) Um, uh, Stanford Homosexual Institute of Technology. Um, Sexy heroes in transit. 
sodomize hoses into taint. Sorry, honey, it's Thursday. Show how I tried. Sprinkles, hover, intently, testicles. Scandinavian Humanitarian Institute for Toilets. Skunk hollow, indecent tactics. Squids hump, ink, taint. <laughs> uh, sugar, honey, ice tea. Suspected hippie in transit. Scrum hangs intently in tights. Um, and dragged out the Okay, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, self-hating Israeli tourist. Um, uh, self-hating Israel threatener. Story how it's told. Simply how I'm thinking. A uh, secret holy institute of tit biters. Smart and handsome Irish transvestite. Well, there's some words I never thought I'd hear together. Especially coming from Matt's mouth. <laughs> uh, yep, fuck it. Okay. I'm calling it since some people were using the list. <laughs> Well, dude, these are great. Yes, because you studied. Yeah. So I'm going to do that from here on in. But he used an emulator. I at least pull shit out of my ass. So, mm -hmm. from this loser to these two shooting losers, fuck you both. Gotcha. No, I'm good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry fucking Christmas. God bless us, everyone. And thanks for listening. Uh, have a great Christmas, and we'll see you in the new year at Newark, California. Good evening. I'm Thor, but not complaining. Over the last little while, you have heard me ripping on Phil and Josh from Nowhere, California. But just recently, I started listening to another podcast called The Man Show. It's come to my opinion that... Podcasting could not get any worse with Phil and Josh. I would like to formally announce and apologize at this time for having been wrong. The Man Show is a piece of shit. I do not understand why I cannot get that time back. So from all of us here at Nowhere, California, a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and a happy new year. And to those at the man show, bah fucking humbug to you. Thank you and good night.